It's really important to remember to share what God has done in our lives. Yes? To give testimony to his goodness, his faithfulness, his direction, his provision. We need to develop ways to remember what he's done in our lives and to share it. So get thinking. Because I'm going to call you off in a few minutes. <laughs> thinking about 2016. Thinking about what he's done. For some of us, 2016 has been the best year of our lives. For some, we feel dissatisfied. For some, it's just been hard. It's been a dredge. This morning is for all of us. We're going to briefly look at one Old Testament passage and one New Testament passage and just bring a couple of things out before we have an opportunity to, to give testimony together for what God's been doing. These two verses, in different ways, they give testimony of what God has done and how he's broken through his people. Defining moments that have happened where testimony has been a part of that or remembering has been a part of that. What have been our defining moments of the last year for the church individually? What have been our defining moments? I'm going to pray. Lord, we welcome you in this place. Thank you for your faithfulness over this last year. Come and speak to us through your word this morning. May everything that we speak about bring you glory. Amen. I'm going to read from Joshua. Joshua 4, 1-9. When all the people had crossed the Jordan, the Lord said to Joshua, Now choose twelve men, one from each tribe. Tell them, take twelve stones from the very place where the priests are standing in the middle of the Jordan. Carry them out and pile them up in the place where you will camp tonight. So Joshua called together the twelve men he had chosen, one from each of the tribes of Israel. He told them, go into the middle of the Jordan, in front of the ark of the Lord your God. Each of you must pick up one stone and carry it out on your shoulder, twelve stones in all, one for each of the twelve tribes of Israel. We will use these stones to build a memorial. In the future, your children will ask you, what do these stones mean? Then you can tell them. They remind us that the Jordan River stopped flowing when the Ark of the Lord's Covenant went across. These stones will stand as memorial among the people of Israel forever. So the men did as Joshua had commanded them. They took 12 stones from the middle of the Jordan, one for each tribe, just as the Lord had told Joshua. They carried them to a place where they camped for the night and constructed the memorial there. Joshua also set up another pile of 12 stones in the middle of the Jordan at the place where the priests who carried the ark were standing. And they are there to this day. The Israelites spent 40 years, didn't they, wandering in the wilderness. Ultimately because of their disobedience and, and their disbelief. This passage encourages us to consider how we will put in place things in our life that will help us remember. This is ultimately what I want to talk about today. How do we remember what God has done? I think so often something fantastic happens, something life-changing, our direction is changed. God does something, he intervenes in our lives, he breaks through, but then we forget. Or, or it becomes so secondary to us. It becomes so secondary. I, I'm a mother. And when it talks about 
our children asking us. Here it talks in this passage about the children will ask. When they see the stones, they'll ask, what does this mean? What has happened before? And it will provoke them to tell and to give testimony of this, of this incredible thing, how the Lord intervened. When my children ask me, where, where has God brought us? Where has God brought you? What are the things that I'm going to remember? What are those stones in my life? What are the things that I'm going to share? What are those great miracles, those great turning points that I'm going to share with my children? I think he wants us to consider today, how do we practically put in place things that help us remember? When their punishment was over and the people's heart were right before the Lord, he led them through and God opened up the water and they walked into the promised land. Behind them, they left decades of walking in the wilderness. They left, there must have been thousands of funerals of people that were never going to see this land. And a new chapter opened before them. This morning, a new chapter's opened before us. It's exciting. Seeing that rock pile and hearing the story, the people of Israel would know clearly what had happened to that point to get them to that place. In, in my brain, it's like the stones could cry out, this was God, this was God, this is how he did it. This, he brought us through, he took us to this place. I love the fact in this passage that there were stones in the riverbed, weren't they? But they took the stones out to where they were going to encamp. So it was, it's, not, it's not secret. It's not that we're supposed to have these, these things and then they're, they're hidden under all the water. And, and maybe we talk about them. They took the stones out so that people would see them and they would ask. And they would be able to share what God has done. What are our stones? What, what, what are the things that we, can, that, that we can put in our lives? Those momentous things whereby we can, we can say in the sand, in the ground, this is somewhere that we have been that we want to share with our children, with our friends, with our families, with our with our church. What were our defining moments this last year? I'm asking it again. What caused our path to change direction? And how have we, how do we, how have we ensured that we remember these things? In Luke's Gospel, we see another example of encountering the power of God. People encountering the power of God. Another defining moment. I'm going to talk about the ten lepers from Luke 17. Jesus continued on towards Jerusalem. He reached the border between Galilee and Samaria. As he entered a village there, ten lepers stood at a distance, crying out, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. He looked at them and said, Go show yourself to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed of their leprosy. One of them, when he saw that he was healed, what did he do? He came back to Jesus shouting, praise God, praise God. He fell to the ground at Jesus' feet, thanking him for what he had done. This man was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, didn't I heal ten men? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give God glory except this foreigner? And Jesus said to the man, stand up and go, your faith is healed. Jesus touched ten men that day. They each saw the power and the might, the hand of God work in their lives, transformed their bodies, healed them. Their lives were changed, their future was different. It was a pivotal moment in their life. They were cleansed of leprosy. Where were the other nine men? Did only one have that heart of gratitude? 
Did only one recognise it was God breaking through and that he should be glorified? I don't want to be one of the nine lepers. As a church, guys, we don't want to be one of those nine lepers. We want to be the one. The one that stands there and says, this is what you have done and I'm going to stand and I'm going to testify and I'm going to share with what? Share with the people, share with my family, share with the people around me what God has done. I want to thank God for what he's done. I want to work out for me how I can place stones of remembrance. Things in my life which, which, which stand the test of time. So I can always go back to those things and say, I was here and he brought me here. And then he brought me there and then he brought me there. And it was him and it was his beautifully woven path. I do it through journaling. It's me. When those things happen or when I look back, I have one like precious journal which literally has the key moment. There's no like, dear journal, nothing wrong with that. But this is like the key moments journal. This is the one that I pray that one day I can open with my children and go, this is our journey. This is the key, the key parts of life. For others, it's just meeting together regularly and sharing those things. It's having a culture of when you're invited to give testimony to stand and testify. But also, it's sharing with friends and sharing with family. What are the things that God has done for you this year? What can you testify about God's goodness this year? I'm going to start, and then you can carry on. So, I was thinking about this this morning, and we've had an incredibly blessed, incredibly challenging, incredibly wonderful year. And literally, I think probably from every month, I could stand up and give testimony about something crazy that's happened. But there was one week this year where Alexander and I sat down on a Monday. Alexander uh, runs an organisation working in prisons in Africa. And we sat down on a Monday and we were thinking, gosh, what's our life about? Are we in the right place? Are we doing the right thing? And we, we made a choice in a moment, a small conversation between, between ourselves, to commit another five years to the organisation that, that he runs. And a seemingly meaningless conversation between us I believe had massive impact as three or four days later we had financial provision beyond anything we could ever imagine. Seven figures came just on a plate and said, actually guys, we're going to honour the fact that you've made that commitment and that you're doing the right thing. And for us that was just, we only God could have done that. There was no striving, there was no begging, there was no anything. It literally just came because we were in line with what God was on with. So I just give God glory for that. And I want to invite you guys. I believe there are things that you, that it's right that you stand and come up and share something about what God has done in your life this last year, which brings him glory, but that you can stand. I think there's something significant about standing and testifying. I want to invite you to come. Come and say something. It can be one thing. We can... Some people could stand here and literally just talk about the whole year and all the incredible provision. We haven't got time for that this morning. But we've got time for people to come and share something. Be bold. Be the one that says thank you. The leper that said thank you. Publicly.